Shit, I'm never like, you know it's special pack it with the automatics, we gon' set them to have it. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, hey, Welcome to the podcast. Tom here with another episode. This time it's about time, your most important commodity. I'm telling you, time seems like it's just flying by. It's actually kind of scary. But this episode is about getting back some time. Some small adjustments that you can apply that'll free up your time in a big way and get you out of this fucking rat race. Now, what you do with this free time from there is your business. My hope is you're going to maximize that time with quality relationships. You're going to maximize it investing in your health, in your body, in your mind, in your personal development, making money, something other than just, you know, scrolling through fucking TikTok and just escaping life. So what are these small adjustments that I'm talking about? I think I've got a list of 10 things. Number one, if you're in business for yourself, you got to learn how to qualify your prospects. There's a lot of tire kickers out there who for whatever reason are going to take up a lot of your time. You know, you have a convo with them and at the end of the convo, they had no intention to buy your program or service and you're like, fuck man, I just wasted 20 fucking minutes with you. This is fine when you're just beginning, you know, you're owning your craft, you're learning how to talk to people, but when you get busy, you need to ask those critical questions right off the bat to determine where they're at and save you some time from the tire, the tire kickers. Now, in your personal life, I sometimes get caught talking to a long-winded person who doesn't know when to shut the fuck up. They don't take social cues. They just keep rambling. And you're like, you're burning up inside going like, fuck, man, I'm boiling with frustration. How do I exit this conversation? In this case, do not be a nice guy. You got to have a comeback line in your back pocket. So I'll look at them in the eye and say, hey, holy shit. Sorry, man. Listen, I love chatting with you, but I need to make a call and get going. Somebody's depending on me right now. Cheers, bro. And that's it. Now, just between you and I, do I really need to make a call? Absolutely. My wife always wants to hear from me. My kids want to hear from me. So am I really lying? Not really. Catch my drift? So what you want to do is you want to exit gracefully and you want to do it abruptly and just get the fuck out because that kind of conversation is a time waster. All right, number two, I want you to have an intentional morning routine. I'll tell you my routine really quickly. First thing in the morning, believe it or not, I go and check my uh, sales stats in the morning. I check my uh, scale weight. I make my breakfast. Afterwards, it's straight to the office for one focused hour, no distractions. I get more done in that hour than any other time in the day. I train after that, and if I'm not training with weights, I'm going to go for a long walk. I'm going to do a hike, go to the beach. And then back uh, to work for another focused hour. And then I eat lunch. I'm going to tell you straight up. Not only have I worked out. Not only have I put in two fucking hours of work. I've done more in two hours than most people get done in a day. And that's all before noon. And then from there, after lunch, I'll kind of look through my day, manage my day, manage what I'm going to do the next day. And no word of a lie, like I'm already on a roll, completing critical tasks very early in the week, and I feel good. What's your routine? Does it serve you or does it hinder you? Your goal, as quickly as possible, I want you to come up with an intentional morning routine that you stick with. Now, if you want to fuck off after lunch and do whatever, especially if you're on your own business, that's up to you. 
All right, but my recommendation is get the important stuff done early. Number three goes with number two. Start your day with focused work. Imagine having those two power hours every morning. My personal opinion, done effectively, you're only going to need to work 10 hours in the week and maybe an hour each day of planning time instead of the 40 you normally do over the course of a regular week. It's that powerful when you just completely focus two hours a day. Number four, some of you do not have the privilege to do this. If you do, I highly recommend it. Hire an assistant to manage your inbox. I get contacted a lot. I don't have time to go through most of the bullshit, especially on social media. I have a trusted person go through the waste and send me only the important messages and send me only the leads that might be of interest to me. Listen, if I didn't, I'd probably lose up to 10, 15 hours per week. No word of a lie. So if the person says, hey, I'm interested in this, it goes by my desk. If a person says, I have a question about this, you know, this many sets, I usually take that kind of stuff. But if it's a stupid comment, I never see it. I never see the bullshit. Now, you might not be there yet, but I'm going to tell you right now, virtual assistants are pretty, they're pretty affordable, to be honest with you. And if you get the right one, they do a great job. Now, for you, if you're not there yet, set aside a certain time in the day for social media, emails, etc. Do it after your productive focused hours, because once you get chatting it up on social media, I'm telling you right now, it's a time drainer. Number five, learn to say no. This is usually related to social life. A nice couple will ask us out to dinner. A group of friends will ask us to go on a boat tour. Another couple will say, hey, do you want to go for drinks? We get uh, these invites a lot. Now, I'm not overly social after hours. You know, after work, I don't want to fucking do anything. I don't want to talk to anybody. I want to talk to my wife. I want to talk to my kids. I want to talk to the dogs. The odd time we go out, I would rather just chill out at home Friday night and Saturday. So what do I say to them? Some people, I got to tell you, they're sensitive. You say no when they're pissed off. Like, does that person like me? I don't have time for that bullshit. And most of my friends are pretty good with that. They say, yeah, we get it. We get it. We know you're busy. But I'll say something very simple like this. Hey, John, Susan, you know, we'd love to get together. I'm super busy this next two weeks. um, And I've set aside some time for the kids this coming Friday. So what I've done by saying that is, you know, acknowledge, you say, I'd love to get together. You acknowledge that you value their friendship. The second part is I say, I'm super busy this next two weeks. When I say next two weeks, they usually, if I don't say that, they're going to say, well, why not do something next week? And I really don't want to do something next week either. So I say the next two weeks. And then by saying the, you know, the specific day I have time with my kids, what are they going to say? Your kids are not that important. We're more important. No, they're going to just leave me alone. Okay, John doesn't know my kids. I'm referring to my dogs for all he knows. He has no idea. They always want my time. Trust me, when you leave your house and they're waiting at the door, worried if you're ever going to come back, your dogs are your family. That's your kids. So you don't lie. Anyway, business is a completely different story. From a business standpoint, your time is critical. No is a lot easier. If you're ever stuck with having to make a decision, here's a line you can use. I'm going to run this by my business partner. We make decisions together. I'm going to run this by my agent. I'm going to run this by my financial advisor. It's such an easy way to say no. These fucking crypto guys and these Forex guys saying, hey, Tom, would you? And they're persistent. 
What do you think of this? No, you should get into this. Hey, I'm going to run it by my financial advisor. And like I can say no to them, but it's just such a, a friendly approach, especially if I know them on Facebook or whatever, right? And they say, so what did your financial advisor say? He said, yeah, you know, no for, no for now. We'll review it again in six months. I've got my money tied up. And my money is tied up, so I'm not lying. It's just an easy way to get out of things. But all it is is knowing your script. No means no. You know, thanks, John. It was great talking to you. I talked to my agent. The answer is no for now. It's that simple. Now, if the person you're talking to still gives you a hard time, what does that tell you about them? If they're that persistent, all they see is dollar signs. They don't see you as a human being. Fuck off. Number six, I want you to disconnect from your devices. Okay, you're probably addicted to your phone. I am to some degree too. Learn to put away your phone. Disable notifications that don't serve you. If I get a notification saying, hey, Tom, you've got to make this phone call to this particular client. Okay, that's a different story. If it's you got a notification on TikTok, you got a comment, like fuck that. That should be completely disabled. Set aside uh, time during the day where you intentionally have some social media downtime. Nothing more damaging to your time than aimlessly scrolling through social media for escape. So when I say disconnect, I'm especially talking about two cases, your focused hour of work and your time with your loved ones. If my wife is texting or scrolling while I'm chatting her, there's nothing more degrading than that. Why would I do the same to her? Now, understand, like dinner time, that doesn't happen. But there's times where, you know, we're, we're in bed after chatting it up or whatever, and we'll be on our phones for 30 minutes. That's a different story. Okay, but for the most part, they deserve your undivided attention. Number seven, start your day early. Now, there's this whole macho thing about waking up at 4 a.m. like a fucking beast, and you hear The Rock say it. Yeah, well, dude, you've got all day to do whatever the fuck you want. You don't hold a job. Neither do I for that matter, but the bottom line is I want to sleep in. I want to sleep till 6, 6.30. If I wake up at 5.30, great. If I wake up at 7, great. That's your fucking sleep. That repairs your body. You don't need to be macho, but you do need to wake up at some point in time early. I'm talking about a reasonable hour as a rule. Then snap right into your daily routine as early as possible. I'll tell you right now, it feels really nice when... You've got very little left to do at 1 p.m. after you've done everything in the morning. You've got the whole rest of the day for you. Number eight, delegate whenever possible. There's certain things I will not give up my time for. Okay, so like some yard work that would normally take three to four hours to do, I'm hiring somebody. The money I'm spent, I've spent hiring them is the time I save making money doing something productive in my office. There's just a far better return. It's the same with grocery shopping. So I can order 90% of my items online, including perishable items, and they do a wicked job delivering quality of food. This stuff's all great. What this does is it saves me three hours every week. That three hours is either relaxation time, it's movie time, it's conversation time with loved ones, it's time with the dogs, it could be training, it could be working a little bit more, or I could have been shopping when I could have been doing it online. To me, it makes sense. Having a virtual assistant to do 30% of my work saves me big time. Again, time is your biggest commodity. Be smart with your delegation. Number nine of 10, use a planner. The greater the structure to your week, the more you get done. 
Google Calendar, I avoided it for the longest time. I've been on it for the last couple of months. It works wonders because it keeps sending me these fucking reminders of what I need to do. I've become more productive with this tool than any other tool in my life. Some advice that worked for me, I have a week, uh, monthly calendar on my wall. This gives me a general overview of the month. My second tool is a weekly setup on my computer. The full week spread out on the computer. Then on my phone, I have a three-day setup. This way, I have both perspective and I have focus. The critical tasks are all laid out on the calendar first. They're all in red. And then there's a slot for important family dates. And then um, finally a time to you know do the to-do list items. And then you check out the rest of your calendar. You're like, holy shit, I've got tons of free time. This is really good. Number 10, batch your tasks. I don't check my emails as they come in. I set aside a specific time to answer them all. It's the same for social media responses. If you answer them as they trickle in, you're going to be constantly focused on the trickle and kill valuable time during the day. Take an hour to answer all external communication at a set time during the day, maybe twice per day. These 10 items have saved me about, no word of a lie, probably 20 hours per week. Not just that, I feel more organized, I feel more energized, my mind is not cluttered, I feel like I'm in control. Now, if you're an employee with a rigid structure to your day that you have no control over, that's even more reason to adopt the strategies that apply to you in your own time outside of work. Believe me, I've been there. You know, I talk about having this free schedule to walk the dogs, go to the beach. You gotta understand something. I held a 35 hour a week teaching job I had to commute to and from work, sometimes in traffic, and I had a business, a fitness business, that I'm going to say took 20, 25 minutes of my rest of my time. I worked on Saturdays. I had stuff done to do on Sundays. I was unbelievably busy, probably putting in 60 hours a week. Whatever hours were left, I still wrote a book during that time. I still trained. I still spent time with my kids. And that's only become, I became a taskmaster and I got shit done. Okay, so my hope is that this triggered you to give some thought on how you can get back what is truly the most prized possession, and that's your time. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Subscribe, share with your friends, and be sure to check out the Ultimate Men's Playbook available now at Amazon.com.